You're now locked in to the Fox Says Podcast. I'm on the beat, let's guy Supreme. Yes, people, what is going on? Welcome to another episode of the Fox Says Podcast. Oh, let's just move the mic forward. I'm your host with the jokes, the fantastic Mr. Fox, and I hope we are all well. Hang on a second. There we go. One day I'll get this microphone placed perfectly and I won't have to move it. Today is not that day. Um, I hope we're all good. I hope we're having a good week. By the time you would have listened to this, it would have been Wednesday, midweek vibes, halfway through to the weekend, nearly at Christmas. Absolutely mental. This year has just flown by. It's mad. When I think of everything that's happened in this year, this year's just just gone like that. Like it's, it's, oh, it's so mad. And we've got a few weeks left until Christmas now. I'm not feeling one bit Christmassy, right? <laughs> and I'm not going to say this to put it down or anything like that, but I swear I'm either getting more cynical or I'm just becoming a grumpy old git because like the older I get, I just, I just feel less Christmassy. Like I'd be watching Christmas films, getting all excited, going around and seeing all the lights and everything. I was in the range the other day and I heard Christmas songs playing and I was like, come on, man, stop it. And then I stopped and realized we are in December now. So they have every right to be uh, playing these Christmas songs. But I don't know. Sometimes I feel like, that's just a bit because it's, it feels like it's, it's rammed down our throats, you know, and like, like it's thrown in your face from, from like October. We hadn't even had Halloween yet. And there was Christmas stuff going up, you know, the roses, the quality streets are coming out and the Christmas aisles are starting to make an appearance. It's like, we just, we just, we just bamboozled and, and bombarded constantly. Like I remember being at, um, being at my stepbrothers for Christmas dinner and it was boxing day. And we literally went to co-op because I, I think we went to go, go get some alcohol or something like that. But anyway, we went to co-op. It was Boxing Day. And they already had like little mini Easter egg things. And you know how bad it was? They didn't even have like the tags of the price. They were just on, on the shelf and they hadn't even got around to putting like prices on it or anything yet. And I was like, come on, it's Boxing Day. We ain't even finished Christmas technically. We haven't even finished that yet. And we, we've got to get to New Year. Plus, before Easter, you've got Valentine's Day, which you get Valentine's Day stuff plastered everywhere. It's just, I just feel like you, we just don't get a break. There's just always something thrown at you, like the next thing. And then by the time it actually comes to it, you're like, oh, I'm just, oh, I'm, I'm done. But yeah, that's my excuse for being a Christmas Grinch. Um, I am actually really looking forward to Christmas this year. I'm going to go see my mum, go see the fam, spend some time with my nieces as well, which is going to be nice. So um and also, I think if you live on your own as well, like, like my mum was saying to me, she's like, she was cussing me earlier on the phone, just saying that I was a Grinch and I was a grouch and that I should buy a tree and decorate my flat. Why, why am I going to decorate my flat, flat, please? Like, I was trying to explain to her, I was like, mum, I, I really don't see the point. Like, I mean, the, the day that I would use the tree for Christmas, there's going to be no presents underneath it and I'm not even going to be here because I'm going to be with you on Christmas. So what's the point? Which I'm sure that sounds very humbug, doesn't it? <laughs> it sounds very Ebenezer Scrooge. I have put up my Grinch stocking, to be fair. It's hanging off one of my trophies. I put up the Grinch stocking. So that is my contribution. I think it's different, you know, if you've got a partner and you're buying for them and, you know, like you're buying your first Christmas tree together or you're buying a tree and stuff together. That's all exciting. Like, you know, I've done that before and that that is exciting. That definitely does get you into the mood. And then you know, you're decorating the tree, you got the Christmas films in the background. Yeah, that's 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 great. But when it's just you <laughs> in a flat and you're a workaholic and you come home from work to sit down and do more work, I don't need to be looking at a sparkling tree that's running up an electricity bill. Wow, no, that is too humbug. Okay, 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 I'm sorry. That was too much. That was too much. I will watch a Christmas film tonight before bed. That's a barefaced lie. I'm not going to watch a Christmas film before bed. Anywho, oh, just on that, by the way, 
I watched that film, Boxing Day, the new one, and the week, um, I watched it at the weekend. Very good film. Very, very good film. Again, didn't really give me mad Christmassy vibes, but it was based at Christmas. <laughs> and um, it was the best way to describe it. It was, it was an American Christmas style Christmas film. Um, like there's a chase. I'm, I'm not going to spoil anything, but like there's a chase at the beginning of it where like these bullies are chasing this kid and it's very Americanized and like America, but English. So there's times when it's kind of a bit like, oh, it's a bit tongue in cheek, but no, generally it was a really, really good film. I was really impressed. I liked it. I enjoyed it. So um, highly recommend if anyone's thinking about going to cinema to watch something, take yourself to go and watch that. Also, the new Spider-Man comes out soon. I will be going to watch that and I, I cannot, I cannot wait. I need Marvel back in my life, he says, and he still hasn't seen the Eternals. Anyway, that is my five minutes chatting about Christmas and how I'm not really feeling in the Christmas spirit. I'll, I probably will, you know. I think it'll be nice, like, when I'm with my nieces and stuff and when I go and buy, um, get them, like, their presents and stuff. And um, I've actually got my dad coming to stay with me this week, which will be really nice. So I'm going to take him to a Christmas market and... I don't know. <laughs> Let's see if the Grinch's heart grows and I start feeling or if I just stay, stay, stay grouchy, stay grouchy. Um, so yeah, aside from like living like the Christmas Grinch and the Christmas Scrooge, it's been, it's, it's well, it's only Monday. I, although it's weird, my day is technically start on a Sunday now because I train on a Sunday. I feel like my, my, my week starts on a Sunday because I do like all um, check-ins and updates and stuff on a Sunday too. So um, yeah. Uh, so it's, 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 it's a bit weird because like I say then it comes to Tuesday and I'm like what what day is it but um, yes anyways waffle over um, the thing I wanted to talk about in this episode today is quite specific and it's to do with competing shock um, but it's it's I just want to speak about I, I guess this is more so for people that are just thinking about competing you know like first timers or beginners or those that might have competed a couple times but are still a little bit still quite new to it you know if, if you're if you're an OG in the game you know, I don't want it, I don't want this to seem like I'm teaching you how to suck lemons. Is that the saying? Maybe I don't know. We we know that I get these messed up. Um, but I hope you enjoy the episode all the same. Or you can send this on to someone. Um, because I definitely feel like it's useful, and I just it's something that I want to talk about and touch on, and my way of doing it. You know, put my spin on it, and hopefully it will help you. So, yeah. Without further ado and more waffle, let's get into it. So, when I speak to people, um. Com about competing right competing has become such a popular thing you know there, there was a time when you know it was such a such a niche thing you know not everyone did it um but nowadays you know a lot of people want to do it and i think it's because it's a natural progression from training in the gym you know you go from being your average gym bro or gym broette if you're a female um and you think to yourself right i need a bit of a challenge you know just coming into the gym and training every day gets a bit boring gets a bit monotonous and you think i just need something to work towards so people want to work towards a stage it's quite common with personal trainers. They think to themselves, right, if I get myself on stage, it will help um, my profile, you know, it, and it will help like, you know, boost my popularity and stuff and help me get clients and stuff. So there's many different reasons for people wanting to compete, but generally speaking, it's become very popular. And I, I feel like a lot of that is down to the federations um, and the um, classes that you can enter. So let's just take, and I will just preface this by saying, I'm not an expert. <laughs> I love this sport, I'm in this sport, and I do know a lot about this sport, but I'm not an expert and I'm not going to sit here and act like I am one, but I know what I know. And I also know what I don't know. Does that make sense? That makes sense. Um, uh, oh my God, I lost my track of thought. Oh yeah, that was it. So I know what I don't know. 
So when I'm going to talk about different things like female categories, um, even like men's physique and stuff, there's stuff I, I don't necessarily know, you know, everything about it. I'm just going to give you my side of it and how I see it. So if, if it's wrong or if something's not quite right, don't sit there and lose your marbles and screenshot it, screen record it, send it in your group chat and start roasting me to your friends then. Just, just know I'm doing my best here just to inform people. All right. So, right. That's the preface. Here we go. So there are many different categories. So if you're a female, you've got, and this all depends on what federation um, you choose to compete in, but you've got uh, bikini, then you've got trained bikini, then you've got figure, toned figure, trained figure. I think there's fitness, then there's women's bodybuilding and wellness. So they're all the, they're all the female categories. And then males, you've got uh, men's physique, classic physique, and bodybuilding. Now, of course, depending on what federation you go to, there are other categories as well. So like for some men, you've got like uh, muscle model, and then you've got fitness model, um, and, th and then it branches out. So long story short, there's a lot of categories out there that people can compete in, right? There's a lot of options out there. So, sorry, I'm just moving fine. Um, so naturally, I guess it would make it more appealing because, you know, when it was, when there weren't so many categories and it was literally like, let's just say, right, cool, for men, it's just like, right, you've just got bodybuilding. If people don't want to be a bodybuilder, they're not going to compete. But now they're looking at something like men's physique and they're thinking, oh, I'll tell you what, I could do that. Okay, yeah, I could do it. It becomes more appealing and, and um, you know, branching out to a, to a wider wider range of people, which is great, which is great for the sport. Is it? Is it though? <laughs> no, it is. It is. It is. Um, it's weird when I do that. I feel like I'm talking to someone else, but I'm not. I'm literally just talking to myself and you guys. Anyway, so competing has become popular. But one thing I've noticed when I speak to people is they don't really know. You know, you get some people that are like, oh, okay, let me take a conversation I had uh, the other week. So I had a conversation with a guy and I spoke to him and I was like, oh, he's like, you know, I'm thinking about competing. But I said, okay, cool, cool, cool. What, um, what category are you going to do? And he's like, oh, I don't really know. I think I'm going to do PCA. Um, and then, and I was like, okay, cool. And I said to him, I just said, oh, I'm, you know, why do you want to do PCA? What is it about PCA? And he was like, what do you mean? <laughs> I said, oh, no, no, no. Like you said, you, you're probably going to do PCA. What, what is it about that? He's like, oh, no, I don't know. I just like, my friend competed with him and like, they're just like, yeah, I don't know. Just want to compete PCA, innit? I might look at some other federations and stuff. So I was like, okay, cool. I was like, well, have you... And I don't like to then question people and be like, are you a natural? So I'll, I'll just say to him, you know, have you ever thought about, um, you know, the natural federations? And he's like, he's like, oh, no, I didn't, I didn't know there was any natural federations. And I'm like, yeah, like, that's, you know, what I compete in. He's like, oh, okay, cool. And he was like, yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah, I'll probably, to be honest though, like, yeah, I'm, I'm thinking about, P I was like, all right, cool, crack on, whatever. Like he, he's, he's got his mind set on PCA, that's what he wants to do. That's cool. And this is, and this is that's nothing against PCA at all. So don't I'm not even gonna I'm not even gonna put these disclaimers in because you shouldn't be taking things that I say like that. So I can just stop interrupting myself with that. Anyway, what I've noticed a common thread when uh, a common trend, sorry, should I say, with when I talk to people is there's a lot of people who don't quite know who they want to compete with, even what category they want to do, right? And that's something that, especially if you're a first time competitor or you're new to this, you need to consider that. Now, a lot of the time you'll hear guys say, oh yeah, 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 I don't wanna do bodybuilding because I'm not quite big enough. Or I don't wanna do bodybuilding because my legs are shit. And it's good that you know that they acknowledge that and they're like, right, so 
you know, the, the natural progression, which is what, you know, the way it seems that it would work is you would start as men's physique, you would then go to something like classic physique and then you would go to bodybuilding. But that doesn't necessarily have to be the progression. And not everyone actually goes through that. You know, like I never went to men's physique. I, my, my body is not built for men's physique. I'll be honest with you. I know I've won in, in classic physique, but I'm not really a classic physique competitor. I'm not going to lie. Like I've, I've realized it, you know, like I'm, I'm, I'm built as a bodybuilder. So my next season when I compete, I'm not going to be doing any more classic physique ventures. It will all be bodybuilding. And for anyone that might be listening to this, that's like, John, you're just throwing out a bunch of names. I don't understand what all this is. The way um, I can explain to you is obviously bodybuilding is just standard bodybuilding. Um, trunks, you know, tan, <laughs> glaze, half naked guys on stage hitting poses. It's what we do. Um, classic physique is more sort of like short trunks, like short trunks where it's more like think of uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger back in the day it's much more artistic much more aesthetic much more um sort of uh, it, the presentation is just different to bodybuilding you know it's 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 it's, it's a much it's a, a much more aesthetically pleasing look um than bodybuilding just because of the way it's presented and generally speaking how the guys are built like genetics plays a huge part in um in classic physique you get a lot of guys who you know, they'll say like, oh yeah, I'm going to do classic, but they're not classic physique competitors. And I've heard this on another podcast and it's one of the truest things I've heard is they're just small bodybuilders that think, oh, I'm going to put on classic trunks and do classic. It doesn't make you a classic competitor. You know, like, like I say, I've won and I've placed high in classic, but I'm not no classic competitor. I just know how to sort of adjust myself to be quote, more classic. But that's, that's not my class. That's not my class. Um, So again, you know, classic physique is quite appealing to people because straight away you think, oh, okay, cool. I haven't got to be big like the bodybuilders. I can I can just be a classic physique competitor. So, but that's not necessarily the right way to look at it. You need to look at where you fit, you know, same way as men's physique. Like I said, you wouldn't catch me doing men's physique um, because I'm just not, I'm just not built for men's physique. You know, like there's a certain shape. And, and again, for those that might be listening to this that don't know what men's physique is, you wear long board shorts. So your legs are covered and it's, it's more, it's supposed to be more like beach body, right? But then the the issue I find with these, the, some of these categories is you get people that like, you know, so let's just say you'll get someone who says he wants to do men's physique because he's not quite ready to do bodybuilding or he's not big enough to do bodybuilding. But then he's not quite ready to do men's physique either because he needs to spend more time developing his physique. <laughs> don't just think because it's the, because there's a different category. I, I don't want to say an easier category, but it's not as complex as bodybuilding. Don't think that, okay, cool. That's your automatic pass that you suit that. You know, it, it might be a case of, do you know what? You don't actually suit men's physique. You need to take more time off to grow and to build and to work into one of these other categories where you do belong. Um, so picking your category is very important. And if you're stuck and if you're confused and you're thinking to yourself, I don't really know, then get someone to have a look at you. Like there's there's so many people, and I don't mean your loudmouth friend on Instagram who has competed once, looked average at best and is talking like an expert online and I know that sounds very judgmental but you'd be surprised how many people I see with that 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 is one issue I think I do have right it's a bit of a pet peeve of mine um is I, I said this a few years ago I said anyone can compete but not anyone not everyone can compete right so anyone can get themselves to the stage you know whether they look good or bad. And listen, listen, I've been on stage with some of the best guys in the game, like straight up I have. I've been on stage with some guys who honestly, honestly, you look at them, you're like, have you even dieted? And that sounds really harsh. But when you're talking, being competitive and competing, you're looking at them like, 
hang on a minute. <laughs> you, I thought I was out of shape, but you are actually out of shape, you know? And 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 then you get those same people that at the same time, you don't want to take away the fact that they've had the, you know, the sort of the balls to get on stage and, and you know, to get themselves to that. That's amazing. That's an achievement. That's great. There's nothing wrong with that. But don't go on social media talking like an expert because you who is not in like great condition and, and has come on stage uncompetitive let me not be an arsehole about this let me say you've not you've not come with a competitive look compared to someone who's been in the trenches who is shredded who's got the diet face like drawn in to oblivion you you can't really you, just stop talking like an expert if you're not one basically um and you see it very 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 commonly um and just a side caveat to that just because you can do a vacuum does not make you a classic physique competitor but we're not gonna start bitching um so yeah, anyway, so finding the category that suits you is very important. Now, it gets very complicated when it comes to girls because you've got all these different categories now. So again, I'm not going to talk like an expert, but you've got all the different ones. I, I named them earlier, but like, so you've got bikini and then I feel like figure is like a step up from bikini where you've got to be much more muscular. The posing is a little bit different. Um, you've got wellness, which is basically like you'll get some girls who compete in bikini but their glutes and their quads and their legs are, are too big for um for the bikini class like the bikini girls you know tend to diet right down you know they are quite slight um they're very lean um and yeah and it's it, it's that kind of look whereas then if you get someone that comes on stage with sort of a bigger set of glutes and a bigger set of quads that might not be that's not necessarily quote bikini so they're more suited to wellness However, that's not to be confused with someone who is just not dieted hard enough. There's a difference between, okay, I've got big glutes, I've got big quads, I've got dominating glutes and quads, I need to be in the wellness category to, you know, I just needed to diet a little bit, uh, diet a little bit longer and I would have, you know, fit into that category and into that class. So, but again, getting someone to look over you and, and to have a look at your physique and stuff, um, you know, like like someone that knows what they're talking about, has an eye for this, will will help you decide. Because then also that can help you shape how you train. You know, like I've spoken to girls before who have said, you know, they don't want to compete in bikini again because they have to diet themselves right down and they don't like they don't like the look. They do it because that's they know the look that they've got to achieve, but they don't enjoy, you know, they don't enjoy the look, basically. So and then I've also spoken to, you know, some people who have turned around and said, yeah, I'm going to do wellness. And you're like, I don't really think you're a wellness girl. Like, girl, like, and obviously, depending on what level you're competing at, is there's going to be different standards, you know. Um, but if you look at, like, the top level, like, wellness pros, a lot of them are Latinas. And we know how Latinas is built, right? So it's 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 not to say you need to be built like a Latina to, to compete in wellness, but that gives you a bit of an idea. Do you know what I mean? So... So yeah, and then you've obviously got, like I say, then you've got figure. Now I don't, I'll be honest with you, I don't know the difference between um, trained and toned. To my knowledge, trained is a little bit more muscular, a little bit more um, conditioned. They want to see you harder, I think, I think. Um, and then in terms of bikini and trained bikini, not all federations, and this is the other thing as well, not all federations will do all of these um categories you know there's some there's some federations that don't even do like men's physique they won't do men's physique they don't do bikini some of them are just diehard bodybuilding you know um I, especially in the in the in the natural federations i don't think um i don't think classics in them i think the only one that is to my knowledge at the moment uh in the natty feds is the two bros natty show 
because um, I got my first place and my fifth place in the two rows that he won in classic. Yeah, I just had to drop that in. Um, shout out to Taf who won his pro card in it. Anyway, um, yeah, so I don't think classic's in many of the natural feds at the moment and I don't think bikini is in all of them. Um, so, you know, once you've sort of figured out what category it is you want to do, you then need to look at your federations. And I say, and going back to the story that I sort of cut into earlier, when I, when I do say to people, well, you know, if you look at doing the natural federations, it's amazing how many people say to me, oh, they, they either don't know because there's not enough attention around them or they're not interested because they just want to compete where it's popular, which, you know, is fair enough. And, ju but just know that, you know, just because it's popular doesn't mean that you're going to be competitive there. And if you're going there to just be another number to say you've competed in a, in one of these shows, fair enough, do your thing. But if you actually want to be competitive, you need to pick where you want, where pick and find where you feel like you're going to suit, you know? So I think this is, this is a big thing that people do need to consider. Um, and again, speak to someone that knows or better still go and watch a show. Sometimes it can be confusing because you can go to watch a show and I've I've been to a fair few shows where you sort of sit there and you're like, how was that person beat that person? Why is that person placed there? And you kind of think, what are they looking for on the day? Welcome to bodybuilding. <laughs> but yeah, go and watch a show and get an idea of it, especially if you if you want to compete. Like there's a lot of people that want to compete in 2022. And I'm saying, take yourself to a show. Have you ever been to watch a show? No, you should probably go and watch one. You should get a feel for what it's like. You know, what, what show day is going to be like? Because this is another thing. So with shows, every show runs a little bit different. There's two main formats of how a show runs um, in the UK. Okay, so you've got those that are straight run-throughs and those that are split up into pre-judging and a night show. Now, a straight run-through is, you know, you start pumping up, you go on stage, you do all your comparisons, you do your posing routines, and then... Um, you do like your pose down and whatnot. They'll pick the winner and then they'll give the awards and the trophies there and then all in one row and then uh, in one run and then boom, that's that category done onto the next one, okay? That's my personal favorite. I like that because I like getting myself ready, get on stage, do all my comparisons. Everybody comes off. Everyone goes on and does a routine. Everyone goes back on after the routines. Boom, 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 awards, done. And then if you, know, if you win and you then go to the overall, you then got to hang about into the overall, but that's fine. The other format is uh pre-judging and an evening show so you'll have pre-judging which to be honest from my experience the majority of the decision is made in the pre-judging um and 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 then so you'll go out you do all your comparisons and everything like that and then when you come back in the evening so like um i'll take the bnbf southern for example we had pre-judging started at one i think i ended up getting on stage maybe about quarter to two or something like that so i went on with my class and then you do all your comparisons uh, muscularity rounds, blah, 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 do all that, come off, and then you go chill for a few hours, and then you come back for the evening show. I don't like, I don't like that format. There's nothing wrong with it. I don't mean like there's nothing wrong with it. It's just, it's just, I just, I, maybe I shouldn't say I don't like it. I just, I prefer when it's a straight run through, mainly because I get in my own head. And when you're sat there and you know you've got three hours left until pre-judging and um, until the evening show, and you're thinking, how did pre-judging go? How am I, you know, where do you think I ended? Blah, 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 blah. Like, the head, basically, the less time I can have in my own head, the better. Get on stage, get it all done, come off, boom, all in one. But I know there's people that prefer it the other way around. And there's also, there's some people that you might come out in pre-judging not looking that great, and then you come back in the evening show and you look better. Or the other way. You might look banging in pre-judging 
I don't know, something goes wrong or you mess something up or something happens and then you just look faded by by the evening show. So yeah, there's there's different there's two different run throughs. So that plays a big part in it because that might influence your decision on who you compete with because you might think well I don't want to compete with um, a federation that splits it up into two which to be honest that doesn't put me off com like competing with people if they split it into two you just accept okay cool that's this format and then you plan your peak accordingly and uh, um, so yeah that's something that you have to consider now each federation is different now from and again I'm just going to speak for the natural federations because they're the ones that um you know that, that I mainly compete with I've, I have competed in some untested feds but that's not who I'm going to be competing with, you know, because like, like properly, if that, if that makes sense. So in the natural federations, um, and I've competed in them all. So you've got the BNBF, you've got UKDFBA, you've got NPA, you've got WNBF. Um, oh my God, I'm hoping to God that I'm not going to miss out any. Who haven't I competed with? Let me look at my trophy collection. So yeah, UKDFBA, NPA, BNBF. WNBF and then you now have um two bros who do the um they do their natural shows now as well which is cool now BNBF do prejudging and night show and I can't lie that when they when they do the night show it is sick you know they, they it's because it is put on as a show you know like everyone does their routines in the evening you know some people wear like you know like they'll bring out a different color trunks in the evening and you know they, they they do make an evening show a sick show i can't lie so you know it, it does work well like i say my personal preference is just for a straight run through mainly because of my my head fuckednessness but um when on my next outing when i'm being coached um it'll be a little it'll be it'll be much different so it probably won't even phase me um so yeah uk the fba i'm pretty sure they're still unless they've changed it they're a straight run through NPA are a straight run through. I think they used to be um, at the British finals prejudging an evening show, but when I done finals in 2018, they changed it and it was just a straight run through. WNBF is prejudging and night show, so that's um, a split up one. And Two Bros was a uh, straight run through, but with Two Bros, because Two Bros is the federation that goes into the IFBB, they do it a little bit different where you go on. You do like a 60, no, is it 60? It's about 30 seconds presentation where you basically go on, there's just any music playing that they choose. And then you pick some poses, some of your favorite poses. Um, you do all those and then you go off stage. Everyone does th that sort of like, let's just call it like your personal presentation. You do that, come off stage, then you go back on, you do all new comparisons, blah, 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 all come off. And then in if you're in one of the beginners, novice or first timers categories, the top three are the only ones that do their routines um and then if you're in uh the open classes is top five in bnbf uh uk the fba and everything everyone does their routines um oh yeah there's the icn as well there's the icn which is another um natural federation uh that is a straight run through but the class i did uh that i won wasn't you, you didn't do a posing routine the posing routine was a separate category so it's literally just like it would have been, I was the only one that ended up doing it, but it would have been me against other people just doing our routine. So again, they run slightly different. That's how they do things. So this is where, I mean, you know, every federation sort of uh, different in, in how they run and the categories that they have to offer as well. So yeah, BNBF is evening and prejudging. So is WNBF. Um, and then the other ones are all pretty much straight run throughs aside from two bros who has that presentation thing at the beginning which caused a bit of confusion for a lot of people but i i've competed with two bros before so i knew um and and you see i mean it's it happens in the ifbb anyway so you know if you've 
if you know it for the IFBB, then you kind of get it. So if anyone is listening to this and they're a little bit confused, um, that's that's what you're doing. That hopefully I haven't like completely baffled everyone, especially saying all these like letters. There's a lot of letters <laughs> in the um, in the in in the natural federations, but there's plenty of other federations out there. Um, you know, like I say, I've just picked a, the natural one specifically, but you've got other federations. You've got like the NFM. Uh, they do great shows. I mean, I've got to say like, um, especially shout out to CMP. We, um, we, we sponsor, you know, um, some NFM events and stuff like that and, and work really closely with them. And like their athlete packages they give to people and stuff like that. They put on a great show. And I think they've got like classic physique. They have, um, I think they have some other like fitness uh, model classes and stuff. So there's a lot more classes there. You've got um, PCA. So PCA have, um, they've got like bikini, they've got the train bikini. And then like, you've got, you've got bodybuilding, you've got men's physique, you've got um, classic physique. Uh, PCA is obviously a very popular one. And you know, by the looks of things, great federation. I've, I've not actually competed with them yet. And maybe on my next out and I will, I will get myself on a PCA stage and we'll see. Um, and then you've got like, you've got ones like Miami Pro, Pure Elite, which are much more, I would say, geared towards like, pageant based so it is a lot of i don't actually know if they do i think they might have like one bodybuilding class but you're not really there to watch bodybuilding it is like bikini or they have like bikini diva and fitness model and yeah all these different other categories which again is much more appealing to people who you know think oh i'll tell you what i could do that like i think in one of them you there's a category called tattooed muscle so someone might be like oh if i get myself in all right shape and i've got tattoos i can go do tattooed muscle so it makes it much more appealing um for people that want to compete so what i would say is before you decide before you like when you when you decide sorry that you want to compete have a look at the federations you want to do and if you are a natural look at doing the natural federations because the other thing is as well like that like there's a, a lad that was speaking to me and he's, he's he's got some all right size and his legs aren't bad as well which is you know it's a very important um thing especially in bodybuilding because you know you're going to see the legs and he was like oh yeah you know if i competed though you know, I'll get smoked because my legs aren't that good. And I'm, I'm looking at his legs and I'm thinking, no, no, no. But in the natural realms, we're not we're not overly huge unless you've got some freaks in the game like like a Solomon or someone like that, like coming in with mad, mad wheels or I just throw myself in there, a John Fox with some hamstrings. Um, <laughs> no doubts to go with it though. Anyway, um, yeah, you, you're not going against these super big beasts. So you might actually be okay, you know. Um, and then look at the, like I say, the different classes that you could enter because then obviously if you are going to enter bodybuilding and you're going into novices or like first timers or beginners you know if you are a beginner and a first timer like enter those categories because that's what you are same with juniors you know what you will find is um i will say this in a lot of novice categories in federations they are very competitive classes because they are people that novices are people that haven't placed that they either haven't competed before or they haven't placed at a high level. I think it's like if you haven't placed uh, first or second, may even be extended to third in a in a national level show, or if you haven't been to a national level show like a British finals, you can be a novice. So you could turn up on a day with a class of I don't know fourteen in novices, six of them have never competed before. Two of them have never competed, but they've been training for 20 years. I've seen it. I've seen it. I've seen guys turn up and it's like, yeah, it's the first time I competed. I'm like, jeepers, look at you. Do you know what I mean? It's just, they, they've, they've trained for years, but just never competed. So novices can be very, very, very competitive classes. And that's not to put people off, but it's just something to be aware of. Um, but yeah, generally speaking, you get the novices, then you get the men's open classes. Um, men's physique, 
Um, I think it's the same as well. I think you get like beginners. Um, again, I'm not too, too clued up on it. But I know that they do have, I think men's physique is, um, is split into height. So you get like men's physique short, men's physique tall. Depending on how many competitors you get, you get men's physique medium as well, I think. Um, but that's another thing. It's 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 where your where you are in your um, in your class. So for a lot of for most of the federations, it was all done by weights. You'd have like lightweights, middles, and heavies. And I'm not gonna lie to you, I always get confused as to which is which. Um, I know with uh, when I competed with UKDFBA, 80 kilos and upwards was heavyweights, and then under 80 kilos to I can never remember the cutoff between lightweights and middles. I want to say 70 kilos. It may be 72. I'm not sure. I'm going to say 70, but I could be wrong. Um, but yeah, it was it was broken down into weight. So you need to have a think. Okay, cool. What is my weight? My weight's quite awkward. Like when um, when I last competed with them, I'm like on the cusp. I'm, I, I'm a light heavyweight, really. And I think light heavyweights goes up to 84 kilos. Uh, it's between, maybe between, uh, let's just say it's between like 74 and 84. And then 84 plus is then the heavy. So I would be spot on in a light heavyweight class, um, but we don't have that in the UK. So I had to like diet down and really, so I had a choice and I've done both. I've gone on stage as the lightest heavyweight or one of the heaviest middleweights. Um, so you have to think of that. However, I know now the UK, the FBA do it by height and it's the same as WNBF. They do it by height. So up to a certain height, you put the short, medium and the tall class, which is kind of cool because I feel, I feel like I prefer that in a way because you're going against guys that are your height. Um, generally speaking, if you get a guy that's taller than you, is heavily uh, muscled with you, you know, you're at a disadvantage, but I mean, it shouldn't really matter. Whoever turns up on a day turns up in it. Um, but yeah, MPA goes by weight, ICN goes by weight, depending on what category you do, uh, BNBF goes by weight, and yeah, WNBF and UKDFBA go by height. Um, so yeah, so this, I know this sounds like a lot of information I'm throwing at you guys, but these are all things that you have to consider, and this is, this is where you kind of get to the crux of whether people really do actually want to compete, or whether they just, because some people just want to do it to say they've done it, you know, which is totally fair enough, and I'm, I don't want to put anyone off if that's what you want to do, that, that's not, but when people are talking about doing it seriously, you know, don't just, don't, don't look at it blindly, you know, don't just think it's, it's, it's like a oh, sort of like off the cuff decision, oh yeah, I'm gonna, you know, like I say, be that guy that's like, oh yeah, I'm gonna jump in and do classic, okay, uh, why are you gonna do classic? Oh yeah, now nah, just because I'm probably not big enough for bodybuilding yet, but yeah, I'll, I'll do classic and then when I get a bit bigger, I'll go do bodybuilding. Well, you know, that, <laughs> that okay. That, that might not necessarily be the case. You know, you might not be built for classic. You know, you might not have the structure for classic. And I, I know that, you know, one of the reasons I've never done men's physiques, one, I'll be honest with you, didn't really appeal to me. But two, I've not got the, I've not got the build for it. That's probably why it didn't appeal, appeal to me because I don't have the build for men's physique. You know, like men's physique guys, quite wide shoulders, you know, quite broad and wide shoulders, you know, real slim waist. And then obviously like the legs are covered up. So, you know, I'm not going to sit here and be like, you know, men's physique guys don't train legs because I know I know men's physique guys that do train legs. Um, but your legs are covered up, so you don't really need them. But my legs are my strong point, so why am I going to not show them? I want to be in a category that does show them, you know. And the other thing with classic is knowing how to pose classically as well. You know, how to... I remember being at a show where they had a classic physique class and the judges, when they all come out, the judges were like, this guy, this guy is not classic. 
you should be in a bodybuilding class, not in a classic class, because he because he looked like a bodybuilder. He didn't look like that sort of aesthetically pleasing classic physique look. However, I give it. He ended. Up, I'm pretty sure he ended up winning. Um, but the way he presented himself, the way he posed, um, you know, was very classic. So he actually done himself a right uh, justice there by by proving that he he could fit the classic category. You know, so and you have to consider that and just hitting a vacuum on stage or being able to hit a vacuum in your off season doesn't automatically mean that you can be a classic physique competitor because um, that's not the case. <laughs> that, that's not necessarily the case. And also don't assume that you can't do bodybuilding just because, you know, for one reason or another, um, you know, there's, there's no reason why you can't, especially if you're going into the natural federations. Like I say, it's not like you're going against these big untested monsters, unless you are. Um, so, you know, you might be able to, and, and there's some some federations, they really like condition. So you will see some people who, to be honest, aren't really that heavily muscled, but are absolutely shredded to the bone. And some federations favor that look. It kind of just depends what the judges are looking for. Um, you know, and this is, again, this is where doing your research is very important. Going and watching shows, um, seeing what the judges uh, uh, like and seeing what they look for. Um, I think in particular, it is, is quite difficult for girls because... There are some, especially in like some bikini classes, you know, that I've watched, and I'm like, I, I don't, I don't know how they've picked the 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 winners here, or what what really makes them do. Like, if you put me watching a bodybuilding show, I can tell you straight up, that's the difference. That's the difference. That's the difference. It's much easier compared to like bikini, even men's physique to a degree. To be fair, you, you can usually tell, you know, and I've, I've I've done a good job of of guessing winners when I've watched previous shows and stuff. But yeah, I do feel it's difficult when you've um when you get to the to the female categories. And like I say, I'm not going to take away from figure or anything because, you know, I think I think all categories are good, but I think figure's incredible, especially with some of the muscle and the shape that some of these some of these girls have got. Um, but I don't quite know the difference. So I do apologise. I will get myself clued up more. Um, feel free to, uh, to, if you're listening to this, to send me a message. Just don't send an abusive message, innit? <laughs> I'm, tr I'm trying to learn. Edumacate me. Edumacate me. Um, and then as I say, you've got, you've got, um, the wellness class. And one thing I will say is don't look for an easy way out. I think that's one message I will put across here. Don't don't assume, so from a female perspective, don't assume you can do wellness just because, quote, your legs and your bum are too big when all it, when it might, that might not be the case. You might just need to diet for a little bit longer. And like I heard in that other podcast and I heard them people say, don't assume that you're a classic competitor just because you're a small bodybuilder. Yeah, like it doesn't necessarily make you classic. Do you know what I mean? So it's 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 just something to think about. So what I would say is if you are thinking about competing and if you are new to this, do some proper research. And I don't just mean flipping Instagram, searching your favorite influencer or person on there running their mouth, talking like an expert or, or someone. Like do your research for yourself. Get someone to have a look at you. Where do, Where do I fit? What do you think? And then, uh, you know, someone with a good, find someone with a good eye. And there are plenty of people with a good eye out there. And I feel like that's one thing you have to do with competing as well. Don't just go for what you want to hear because there might be certain people that you ask because you, you, you know what they're going to tell you is what you want to hear. Like there are people that I could show my physique photos to that will tell me like 
exactly what they, they'll tell me oh you look sick you look so good you're gonna smash it blah 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 blah. there's certain people that i will send pictures to and they'll be like this is dead this needs to be sorted you need to fix up this probably need, do you know what i mean and and they're and i hate to say it but in when you're competing they're the kind of people that you need you don't just need people gassing you up and blowing smoke up your ass because even in the gym right in it, you could be you could be the only competitor in your gym and you could look in incredible shape compared to everyone else in your gym, okay? You could be the king or queen of your gym, right? And the absolute boss. But don't forget, you're getting on stage with another another how many competitors that are in that same box too. And when you're then standing with them, you all look the same. And now you're going to see who looks better out of all you lot. And, you know, that's just one thing to consider. You know, like even with me, there's been times that I've looked gnarly in the gym. Like I'm looking under the light in the anabolic light and looking in the mirror like jeez and then you know there's been shows where it hasn't quite transposed across or i look great i look really good i'm on point we're on the money and then you just come up against someone like solomon who just smokes you every single time <laughs> but everyone in the gym told me that i was flipping the next phil heath well yeah that doesn't really count for shit when you're stood on stage <laughs> because that's when it really counts you know so yeah just bear that in mind um i hope you found this helpful guys <laughs> i feel like i've given a lot of information um just like throwing it all at you but i hope it does actually have some kind of substance and you, you do take something from it what i would say is like i say if if you if you are struggling or if you are thinking about competing it's something you want to do don't don't just do it for the popularity man don't and, and that's one thing don't do it for clout don't compete for clout i'm gonna say that now don't compete for clout one more time for the people in the back don't compete for clout right because I'll be honest with you, it's just, it's just, if you're going to compete properly as well, if you're going to get yourself to that level of condition, if you're going to go through those struggles, those sacrifices and them suck days, clout does not make it worth it. I'm, t I'm telling you, I'm telling you. Just to have a few people gas you up and tell you well done, especially if you end up doing it. And I, I, I'll be straight up with you. I've seen guys that have got on stage and they don't look competitive at all. Yeah, I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to be a dick about it, but they don't look competitive at all. But then you go see what they write on social media and it and it sounds amazing. And you've got people on there saying, oh my God, you look great. You look so good, blah, 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 blah. Really well done. You look amazing, blah, blah, blah. And you know what? In their journey, yes, that may have been a good transformation for them. But when you're looking at it at a competitive standpoint, and you're like, what? This guy wasn't even in the mix. What are you talking about? You look like a sausage. But, you know, it's... it's it, yeah, again, it's just it's just one of, but I suppose it depends. There's nothing wrong with that. If you get yourself to the stage, but you wasn't necessarily competitive, but you've done a good transformation, you've worked hard and you're proud of it, then there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. If you then go online and start talking like an expert and to start calling yourself a prep coach or start trying to give out advice on what you should do because you know best when you weren't even competitive, yeah, I've got a bit of an issue with that. But in all seriousness, like just just find find a good eye to look at you Figure out what kind of category you want to go into. Because the other thing is as well is it's going to be, you're going to pick a category based on what you want to look like or what you want, what you like the look of. Like, like I said, I, I love classic. I think classic physique is great. And when I've, you know, when I sent my pictures and, and stuff to, to certain people, they were like, you know what? You could do this classic thing. You know, you, you can pull it off because I've, I've got quite, and generally you find this with, with natural guys, we've got quite classic looking lines and stuff anyway in our physiques. So it was one of them, yeah, you, you could do it. And, and I did, but I'm not no classic competitor. And I actually prefer bodybuilding. You know, I do actually prefer the, the bodybuilding look and that's what appeals me towards it. So if you're a guy and you're watching this and you're like, no, but I love classic. I want to look like a classic competitor. Um, you know, that's what I want to do. That's my class. Then cool, then you know what to work towards. 
you know, same as men's physique. If, if you think, do you know what? I want to be a men's physique guy. You know, that, that's what I'm built like. That's what I like the look of. That's what I want to work towards. Then cool, you've got, you've got focus with that. Same with girls. If you're like, yeah, I really want to be, I want to look like one of the bikini girls on stage. Fantastic. You know what you're going to be working towards. But get that figured out first. Then do your research and look at federations. Don't just pick a federation because it's popular. Don't just think, oh, everyone does this once. I'm going to do it. Don't do that. Find where your look will be suited where, you know, you think to yourself, okay, cool, I want to do, uh, again, okay, I'll just use PCA as an example. You might think, okay, cool, I'm slightly bigger and more muscular than a bikini girl, but I'm not quite figure. I feel like I want to do trained figure. Then you stick with that and then you find where trained figure is. You might try another federation and think, okay, I'll, I'll try a bikini in one of these other federations just to see how it goes, you know, to see if that look is favoured because, it does differ from federation to federation, but you know what your look is, you know what you're working towards, and then you find the federation that you know you can fit to. And that is just the case of bodybuilding and fitness and competing. You are fitting to the look of the federation. You know, so yeah, it's 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 a I mean, you've only got to take like one of my showings, one of the packages that I bought to stage this year. I was really happy with the look. And I was like, Do you know what? This is a good look, but it wasn't what it wasn't good enough to be competitive and it wasn't what the federation was looking for so for me personally it was great and i think i looked wicked especially for the weight that was yeah it was it was cool but it wasn't competitive because it wasn't what that fed was looking for so you have to you have to think of this as well and that's where having that eye looking at you and guiding you and coach guiding you is um it's very important and why when i go on my next outing i will have my coach and um oh, we will have a whole season of redemption to make up for this year but that is not yet. That is not yet. So yeah, um, just to and then just to end on that, I do actually want to prep people next year. Okay, and you know, having gone, that's part of the reason why I, I coached myself this year because I had so much still. I felt still felt I had so much to learn, and from all the stuff I have learned, I'm like, yes, I'm ready to take on a team. So I think I've got three people already that are going to be competing next year, and I, I want to take on between six to eight. I feel like I can manage eight tops. So you know, if you are interested, give me a shout. I've said it before, if you can't plug your own business on your own podcast, then what is the point in having one? Um, but yeah, it's, it's it's not gonna be just a case of someone turn up and be like, yo, get me shredded in 10 weeks and let's do a show. Like I wanna work with people like now, you know, um, to make sure that we're building, having a good structured off season um, to then go into a prep. So if you are interested, give me a message and uh, I'll help you with all stuff like this. We'll go through all this anyway. You'll have, you'll have my eye to look at you. Um, so yeah, wow, managed to talk about this a little bit longer than expected. I'm 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 very happy with that. And also my oats feel like they have now digested. So it's gonna be quick checking, quick answer to a few more messages and then getting to bed. So yeah, guys, I hope this was helpful and gives you some food for thought. Um just a few things to think about when you are competing. Feel free to shoot me a message, you know, if you're stuck, um, or if you do want an eye to look at you. I'm not I'm 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 very accustomed to having guys sending me photos. <laughs> like, what do you think? How am I looking? Um, but if you've got a coach, just send them to your coach. Yeah, don't don't don't. You know, listen listen to your coach and send them to your coach. Okay, don't send me pictures and say, yeah, my coach has said this, but I want to know what you think because I'm not your coach. Um, so yeah, right. Anyways, guys, I hope you enjoyed this. I hope this was useful. Until the next time, this is the Fox Says podcast, and I'm out. Thank you.